0: All right, babies, we're back. We're back. This is episode. What, is, what episode? 77? Seventy-seven. Right? Yeah, seventy-seven, right? Yeah. This is episode seventy-seven or seventy-eight of the podcast. We don't know for sure, but it will be known after the podcast. We'll put it in there correctly. Whatever. It's an episode. Okay. We're here. We're back. We're better. Uh, another great week, and um, yeah, we're gonna. We're. This is our first live podcast. We're doing it. We stream it on Twitch, and we're gonna stream it on Facebook weekly every Thursday um about this time i can't give you a definitive time that's not one of my fortes but um (laughs) let's
1: let's not even just give a time yeah
0: we're not gonna do that but um every thursday around this time o'clock we're gonna do the uh, podcast live and then obviously we'll put it on apple podcasts and spotify and amazon and all the cool spots that you can listen to podcasts as we normally do but uh this is the first live one so it is a milestone for us so welcome everybody that's tuning in welcome to everybody that's listening to post-production thank you for being here all the loyals i know you're here heavy as usual uh if you're brand new thank you for hanging out with us um also um if you have any questions about podcasting this is your time to do it you come in our podcast live we will literally answer any questions you have on the on on the podcast we'll have we'll answer any questions you have about starting a podcast questions you have about topics well if you give us a topic to talk about we can do that um it'll just be a way to for us to be more interactive um with you guys and because we want to know what you want to hear so um like i said episode 77 or 78 with uh, the bd radio podcast i am your host cam and as always with me ron aka Grooves, aka the goat how are you brother
1: doing good just wrapped up a long day of work um still a shitty golfer as i mentioned to you oh, uh, that's good that's so. good to hear we're we're still not breaking 100 yet which unfortunate. um but I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm determined. We're going to we're going to do it tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah. What do you yeah. think you need to work on the most?
1: Off the tee. Every like putting isn't bad right now. I can clean up my chipping, but it's really it's I'm so errant off the tee right now. Yeah. But I I'm going to approach this with a new strategy. I'm going to treat every hole as if it's a par 5. Okay. That way, I'm shooting. If I do that, I'm shooting for a 90, and then of okay. course I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up. Like I'm gonna screw up on a par five and get a double, and yeah. I that, but it will also give me some leeway on the par threes as well. But I just got to start hitting straighter shots off the tee, especially on par fives.
0: Okay, that's a, I mean, dude, that's where it starts. You got to hit it off the huh? tee box before you hit it anywhere else.
1: Yep, and it's just frustrating because I'll hit some really good shots and then, like. Saturday, for example, I hit this. I hit this drive, off par four. It's a dog leg right, which plays towards my slice. I hit it. We all thought it was perfect, and then we couldn't find the ball.
0: That's a bad beat. It
1: just, it just sucked, so I had to take a drop.
0: That's golf. Uh, this past weekend, I actually reinforced um, all of the reasons that I hate golf, and what and and how it's a miserable time for me. Um, it's actually pretty funny. My uh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, her dad invited me to play in a tournament in Clanton. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll play. He said it was a scramble, two-man scramble. His son couldn't play with him. Uh, His son's pretty good, Uh, Matt Murphy. He's solid. Um, But he couldn't play, so I was his consolation prize. My apologies. (laughs) Um, But uh, we did that, but we get there, and we get on T1, day one, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. And we come to find out after our tee shots that it's not a scramble. It's a best ball. So we both oh. play our own ball, and the best score out of both of us—that's the one we record. Okay. And I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be a disaster." And See,
1: that's a little different than the best ball I've played. Usually, it's whoever you play off the best ball.
0: No, no, no. That's called a scramble.
1: Okay, that's a scramble.
0: Yeah, technically, that's a scramble. I know, I know the the look, the the okay, word whatever. the the word usage and the the titles are kind of dumb. They could All have right. figured it's something out better. Agreed. Um, but uh, yeah. Nonetheless, that's not a best ball. It's a scramble. But um, anyway, uh, it was good to it was good to hang out with um with uh, her dad with Alan and and it was good to be around him. I hadn't been able to do that one on one a whole lot, so it was good to be around him. Um, but uh, dude, golf sucks <laughs> when you haven't played in a long in a long time and your expectations are still high. It just sucks.
1: Yeah, and, that um, makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's rough. So um, didn't have a good time there, but uh. It was good to be out there. It was good to be with Alan and and to figure all that out. And I'll be honest, Clanton's greens weren't that bad, guys. If y'all are from Clanton and, and y'all are listening to the podcast, Clanton's greens aren't bad. Go go give them a roll. They're not bad at all. Go uh, go support your your community. they're they're doing it right over there. I will say that way better than where it was when I was in like high school. So I did that and um, had a pretty bad time. But um, hey, whatever. It's cool. On to the next. You know, Ryan. What, going into this show, what are our topics that we're going to talk about? And um, just so everybody can get a feel for what the, uh, what to expect, what we got.
1: A lot of sports. A lot of sports. I mean, it's just dog days of summer here. But we got some things to talk about, thankfully. Um, pretty cool story with Shander, uh, Xander Schauffele winning the gold at the Olympics. We got a cool little story about him and his dad from that. Then we're going to get into some NFL training camp news. We also have the MLB trade deadline that happened last week. A lot of crazy shit came out from that. And then we're going to roll into tonight's very first game of the NFL preseason with the Hall of Fame game in in Ohio in Canton tonight. Steelers so, Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, I was getting to it. Sorry. So, yeah, we got so, Steelers so Cowboys a football tonight. game tonight. There is a football game on TV tonight.
0: can I, can I bet on it?
1: You can bet on it.
0: Oh, boy. Let's go check the lines. All right, chat. All right, stream. Let's go look at the live line for the Cowboys and the Steelers.
1: Yep, so we'll just hop right on into this. Um, I don't expect to see anybody in that game. I don't expect to see Ben. I don't expect to see Dak, Uh, Zeke, anybody. I don't expect to see nobody in this game, but that's how this Hall of Fame game is. So, we're going to yeah, soak it in. We're going to enjoy it. You're definitely we're gonna not going
0: to see the big boys. You're definitely not going to see Ben Roethlisberger, bud. No. He's only got a few more games in him, period.
1: Well, it was funny. He came out, or it came out that he was on this new diet, and he just, soon, first week of training camp, he's like, nah, I haven't been on this diet at all.
0: I love that. So, the Steelers are minus two and a half.
1: Yep. I think it opened up minus one, to be honest with you.
0: I don't hate the over. Actually, I don't hate the under.
1: Probably the under, dude, because remember, this Defenses is a bunch of scrubs all the of out offenses. there.
0: Defenses are head of offenses, I'm pretty sure. Isn't Always. That the, is that the MO? Is that the yeah. MO? The yeah. MO? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I um, don't hate the under. That'll be actually pretty interesting. What field is it?
1: Canton. It's like a, it's like Canton, a, it's the Hall of Fame.
0: Canton, Ohio Canton is where stadium? the NFL Hall, what, there's what do you a stadium mean? there. There's no a stadium
1: way. at the Hall of Fame game. Yes, I think high schools play there.
0: That's actually pretty sick. Yeah, that's dope. Well, um, okay, cool. So that's going on. So we're not definitely we're not gonna see uh, Ben. We're not gonna see Juju. God no. What about uh, where did James Connor go?
1: He's still on the team. He's still there, and he's is With him, Naji? And Naji. him and Najee. Him and Najee. But Najee's gonna get one. some touches think he's still there. Let me double check that. I don't but, yeah, Najee's the number one.
0: So for no, fantasy, I'm wrong.
1: He, he's with the Cardinals now. I'm sorry, guys. That's right. Sorry. That's right.
0: I knew he went somewhere. I knew he wasn't there anymore. So, here's my thing. Is this a scorching hot take to take Najee pretty early in the draft in fantasy?
1: No. No. I want to say no. He's very versatile way, out of the backfield, so now
0: Extremely versatile. The dude's going to get a ton of catches on his checkdowns because Ben Roethlisberger, when, a, when he has a healthy running back that can catch the ball, he's a checkdown machine. Right. Just like Cam Newton was for McCaffrey, just like Teddy Bridgewater was for McCaffrey.
1: So I will say this, though. They are revamping their offensive line, and they were not very good last year anyways.
0: And when you say revamping, are you saying rebu- rebuilding? Are those synonymous here? Or?
1: Well, like Pouncy's gone; he's not there anymore.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean that's like the only one I know of. But I mean that's a pretty significant piece. Well, he was also piece.
0: fifty years old or something. Like he was old.
1: Yeah, Pouncy played with Tim Tim Tebow. He's in his thirties.
0: Is that is that is that considered old for an offensive lineman? What's I the shelf life for an offensive lineman? It can't be too long. I don't know. Regardless, um, Nazi's anyway. a freak athlete, and he can catch the ball just as good as any slot guy I've seen, in college at least. Um, guy, guy can run a route. Guy can block for you. Guy can 100% run the ball. Right. Um, dude, fantasy pick right there, boys and girls.
1: That, that might be like your RB2, like Maybe. around three or four kind of guy that you can just slide in, little dark horse guy. But, yeah, I, mean? I, I, I think – you're gonna see some guys go pretty early in your draft running back wise. It usually is. Well, they're your
0: main guys. Them them the main guys, that's your point getters.
1: That's <laughs> your touchdown touchdown yeah, that's, guys. That's
0: your point getters. Uh I would uh I wouldn't I mean, hey, if you if you want Najee, stay out of the league with a bunch of Alabama fans.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Because they're gonna get him literally I wouldn't be shocked if they he's picked number one in a few of these leagues.
1: See, that's my league with Chubb.
0: Chubb's solid, bro. He's a. got a. He's just
1: got a like four year extension. Pretty good money.
0: He's a dog. Fifty eight million. I'm. Hey, here's a hot take. Sam Darnold, QB one. You go QB late. If you if your strategy is to go late QB, Sam Darnold. I'm telling you, that guy's you gonna get that, a ton of. He's gonna get some. He's gonna get a ton of points off the checkdowns along with McCaffrey.
1: You say that, but they're looking into that situation with Deshaun Watson. Shut even up. though it's looking more and more like the Eagles are gonna if there's gonna be a trade, it's gonna be with the Eagles. So it's more and more looking like that. But that I still can't believe that, dude.
0: Jalen just can't get a shot anywhere he goes, huh? No.
1: No. I mean, it sucks for him, but at the same time, like if you can get Deshaun Watson, even with all this going to put all this stuff going to the side, it's he's a Deshaun damn Watson's good player.
0: A ninety overall, i Madden, and he's not even a part of a team. Yeah.
1: Well, did you see that um He's not even like first day of pads, he's not out there. He's got a hurt ankle or something like
0: that. Oh, for the Texans? Yeah. Whew, that's a sticky sitch, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't even want to get into it again because there's nothing to get into. I mean, it's just it's bad. Yeah, we're not. It's all around bad.
0: That's for sure. What else we got?
1: Um So do you wanna get into Xander Shoffley or do you wanna keep talking NFL? Let's keep talking NFL. We're already on. Let's
0: stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. All
1: right, so Carson Wentz is out five to 12 weeks with a foot injury that he sustained in high school.
0: I just, that guy, dude. Can't stay healthy. That is so par for the course. Yes. You know, that is so typical. That's rough. For the Colts, that is rough. Do you see where they're trying to get Nick Foles?
1: I think that's more rumors than anything, but I could see it just because, like, Frank and – Nick Foles have history. I mean, they won that Super Bowl together. But yeah. it's it's just funny because the Eagle fans are still pissed because if Carson doesn't take 75% of the snaps, which probably not going to, they don't get a first-rounder, they get a second-round pick for him.
0: <laughs> that's actually wild. That's a wild clause in the trade. I mean, I love it though. Good for I mean, that's a good clause that.
1: for Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. It's true I um you just hate to see that you hate to see it for wince but in reality it's kind of it's just it's comedy it's a comedy you know it's it's a it's a comedy and a tragedy all at the same time
1: well you get to a point where it's just like you don't want to say somebody's injury prone but it's getting to, there's a there's a history here there's a pattern of can you stay healthy like why does this keep happening Right. This and this is just a freak thing, that's been in his foot for what ten years now, eleven years since high school, whatever and you want to say. He however, old just he is.
0: reactivated it.
1: Yeah, I mean he, it probably happened then, but then it just has just been floating in his foot and just flared up now. Who knows? I don't know what exactly what it is, but five to twelve week timetable is pretty pretty large. Yeah. I mean, five would put him right there at week one. So,
0: yeah, I'm with you. Jeremiah actually asked what what we think about the new SEC. We're gonna all right. So here's how we're gonna do this: when we every time we do it live, a podcast, no matter what the topic is, we want to be interactive with you guys as much as possible. But and honestly, to hell with structure because doing lives more important to me. But um, so uh, Jeremiah says, what y'all think about the new SEC? We talked about it last week. Um, Jeremiah, if you want to go listen to the uh, last episode. But um, in summary, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, Looking forward to it. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, the East looks super stacked in 2025. But depends um, on
1: what they do. Again, reiterate this. I think they go pods, and I think it's the way to go. Um, you have to make. Sh- you have to keep certain rivalries like the Georgia Auburn game, um, yeah. Alabama Tennessee. Like certain things have to be preserved. But I think pods is the way to go, and I don't like the little mini playoff thing that's been floated out there for the SEC championship. Um, I think it should be the top two teams, the best two teams, and those two should duke it out for the SEC championship.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, I mean, I mean, Jer- Jeremiah said, add Clemson. I can't think about the other team that wanted it, and still I, I still think Bama's number one. I don't disagree. That would be a wild addition. If Clemson has the balls to come to the SEC, they don't, but – if they did, that would be out. Well, it was
1: it was floated out there that FSU's president said something to the SEC, wanting Clemson and FSU to join. Yep. But then Clemson, of course, comes out and says no. Like, why the fuck would Clemson? I'm there sorry. Why no, in the heck would Clemson leave?
0: There is zero reason for Clemson to leave the ACC. <laughs> There's everything, no reason for
1: FSU either outside the money. You don't
0: think? I will say this. All right. So about the Florida State hire, that the coach that came from Orville. Memphis. He was dealt a he was dealt a bad hand going into Florida State. We all knew it. He knew it going in. He just obviously the paycheck looked good. Um, I think he has a chance, dude. If they will buy in down there, at the very least, his offense will be electric.
1: The thing they need to do down there is invest into the program, get some boosters to give some money because their facilities yeah. are not good.
0: Really? But Really
1: I, I mean, FSU needs to come back. They have to. Uh, somebody from the ACC, Miami, it looks like it's the team. But somebody's got to contend with Clemson. But we've been saying that for, what, eight years now? Yeah. And here we are. Still nobody. I mean, Miami's getting better. UNC's getting better. But I think outside of those two teams, there's nobody in that conference. The same oh, could maybe. be said for the
0: SEC right now, too. I'm with, you. I'm with you. I got a question that's not related to SEC anymore. Um, what is your take on the Titans? What do you think they, where do you think they end up? I mean, I can go, I, I'm going to look up our, the futures division champion odds. And I'm going to see where they stack up.
1: Now with Carson Wentz being hurt and not knowing how long they will win that division. Um, I mean, it's the Jags, them, the Colts and, uh, the Texans. So it's going to be pretty easy for them to win it now with Carson being out and being out for maybe, you know, half the season Mm. or close to half the season, you know? So, I mean, they definitely win their division. Um, I I think that AFC's got some good teams in there. Um, Look at the the AFC, what, North? Yeah. You got three teams there. You got the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens. And then you got Kansas City always there. They're always lurking. And then Tennessee. Like, that's, those are some good teams right there. That's five really good teams. Yeah. So uh, the AFC is going to be tough.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's actually so obvious that they're going to win that division. There's not even a line on that. Only, that's the only division there's no line on.
1: Yeah. I mean, just because as Carson Wentz news came out, if Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt alongside Quentin Nelson, I would say those two would duke it out. And with, the way the colts defense has been over the last few years i would actually give the edge to the colts but now now it's 100% all tennessee they will run through that division pretty easily until wince gets back and he's actually you know 100%
0: yeah do you think um what i guess my real question is what about the rams i mean they got that they got the quarterback addition their their defense is lights out now they have a quarterback yep. that can really really throw man the guy so, can, He put up number th- for the Lions, so you know he's going to put up number right. for the Rams. Got I'm interested
1: to see on that with Stafford. That addition's great, but Cam Akers did go down. I
0: was about so, to say, they have Cam Akers, so I'm glad you said that.
1: Yeah, I think he. I think it was an Achilles. He's out for the season, obviously. He's done. This is Daryl Henderson, and I think they're, they're looking in the free agent market for somebody else, so stafford did hurt his thumb a little bit x-rays came out negative he hit his thumb on the helmet and he's good to go now but i mean it's stafford to do play with a broken freaking back yeah so it's i wouldn't put it over me or put it over him to play week one even if he had a broke thumb like he would right. play i think he's done that before but i think him actually being in a very good offense with people with dudes surrounding him and a good defense is the one thing that's plagued him was a good defense. I mean, he had to and score he every finally possession. has that.
0: Yeah. No, he don't have a good defense. He has the best defense in the country. Right.
1: Know. Yeah. Outside I mean, of
0: maybe the Browns. The Browns have have dudes, but um, dude, those Rams, man, they uh, they almost hit every under this past year.
1: Right. Well, with with the but the Browns is they're just they're just young, you know. Yeah. But they still, you know, when you have Miles Garrett lining up, it's the man. dude's a freak.
0: Who else did they get on the defensive line? They got another guy that was pretty solid. I forget.
1: I, I can't anyway, remember. They um, the Browns are stacked, solid, dude. Yeah, they're but they really, have to really put it good. together.
0: They're really good. I'm excited about football, dude. I'm excited to come out and, and 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 get to have a little interest in it. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm excited to sit down and watch a little bit of football tonight, but nothing is more important to me than in less than a month we kick off college football.
0: Yeah, dude. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited a lot. Jeremiah says that Detroit ran him in the ground. I totally agree, dude. But also, don't do you blame him? You can't. That was their only. That, their only yeah. weapon was their quarterback, and then Calvin Johnson, and then they forced him into retirement because they wouldn't. They wouldn't get rid of his contract. Right. Um. They made all the wrong moves there. It's uh. Um, so it's it's good to see him in a good place. Uh. Relatively yep. speaking, and he's got a young coach with a brilliant offensive mind. I mean, he's older than the coach. I'm pretty sure, or right there with him. So um, that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Um, I, I'm I'm very I am excited for NFL football for all, and for the first time in a long time. Um, I mean I'm curious to see how the Brady bunch does down there in Tampa. Uh, I'm curious to see how Jameis does for the Saints. Um, see that video
1: of him on Twitter.
0: Which one? Run, where, his interview? Through the
1: running through the things. Yes, bro. <laughs> that is, no, that is Jameis in a nutshell,
0: right there, dude. <laughs> that
1: was a really good video.
0: That really was, dude. That really was. Um, onward. We got um, we got Xander went winning the gold for us in golf. Uh, not not a super surprising result because Xander's not so good and he places top ten almost every tournament he enters in. Um, but it is refreshing to see him win one. Um, you always expect somebody like Justin Thomas to come out on top or Hideki or somebody like that. But but uh Xander actually came out and got it done. That was really cool. To be honest with you, I didn't see the format. I didn't know what the format um, was. So it was
1: just like a normal tournament. Mm. Because some countries don't have, you know, they couldn't do a team dynamic is what I'm getting at. It's because not every country, uh, some countries only had one guy. So they couldn't do a team dynamic. So they did just like a normal tournament setup.
0: Well, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Did anybody, anybody else in the U.S. place?
1: I uh, can't really remember, to be honest with you. Um, I'm trying to pull up this story about his dad because it's an incredible story. Um,
0: let's see if I let's can pull get it up. The results. Xander. I got it. All right, there you go. I'll read it off real briefly. Um Xander Schauffele always watched the Summer Olympics growing up. He had no choice. His father, Stefan, is a former Olympic hopeful for Germany, at the decathlon. My dad loved to watch track and field. Stefan's Olympic aspirations ended nearly 40 years ago when his car was struck by a drunken driver and a piece of windshield lodged in Stefan's left eye. Wow. That is crazy. That's actually nuts, dude. Despite multiple surgeries, vision in the eye was never restored. Stefan was 20 years old. It's nuts. His dream was wiped from him. He's fifth in the men's world golf rankings. So that's a, that's an appropriate ranking. He's really good. Right. Um. That is uh That's crazy for Germany though. So, are they from Germany? I'm confused.
1: Well, he's he played for Team USA, but I think that's just because they came over. But he was on the German decathlon team, or yeah, decathlon. Um, and then that all happened. That right. crash happened. He had to have, like, eight surgeries or something on his eye, something crazy like that. Right. And then he, he, like, became Xander's swing coach, all these things, pushed him and everything. And that's why, like, him winning, Xander winning gold was such a, like, big deal. And it, yep. it meant more, like, hey, you want a big one. I mean, you can, the way golf is getting, this is becoming, the Olympics is becoming a bigger deal which is great for for the Olympics and great for golf because it gets more people to see it, right? Outside of the big four, really five if you include the players, um, the Olympics can become another one of those tournaments that's big every four years. So him winning that and doing it for his dad, I just thought it was a cool story, and I just wanted to share it with everybody.
0: No, 100%. And also, here's a pretty cool fact as well. His dad was from Germany, but his mom was from uh, Tokyo. Um, Xander's mother, Ping Yi Chin, who met Stefan when both were in San Diego, were, were both San Diego college students, was born in Taiwan, but was raised in Japan and has nearly a hundred relatives living in the Tokyo area. So, so him winning Xander's there got roots big. all over the place. I agree, right. Jeremiah. He did live out his father's dream. That's super dope. I agree. I mean, that, you know, that's special for every family member, you know? Right. That's, um, yeah, that's, that's super cool, bro super duper cool. Um, I can't imagine winning a gold medal. Just yeah, that would be general. cool. I mean, you, did you know that it's actually only six grams of gold and the rest is silver?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yep, it's silver coated in gold.
1: Yeah, so it's not real gold, it's fake.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're cutting corners over there in in in, in Japan or Tokyo, but whatever, you know. Yeah, oh well.
1: I mean, they got other things to worry about uh, outside of that. Let's be yeah, honest. So. That's
0: a fair point. Jeremiah actually just asked, is it in the U.S., the next Olympics?
1: I think it's Paris next.
0: I think so as well. When is the next time U.S. wins the bid or the lo- the lottery? Um, so,
1: L.A. got it, I think, either 28 or 32. I know it's Paris is next.
0: Um, bah, 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 bah. when is Olympics?
1: Just pull up the Olympic like over in the next 10 years.
0: Uh, U.S. Wait, no.
1: Almost said it was
0: in St. Louis and that year was 1904. <laughs> so it's been a while. It's been um, over 100 years. So we got 2028 in L.A. There it is. Yep. And then
1: Paris is next, correct?
0: Then it's Lake Placid. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. Regardless, um, yeah, it's in L.A. in 2028. So we're going to cool. be old and gray, you know? Mid-30s, in seven years. Early 30s, mid-30s. Just thriving.
1: We're just going to go to L.A. and just sit there and just have a good time.
0: I'm Probably with God. our masks I on. Swear, I swear to God, yeah. At this rate, we're going to be having our masks on, <laughs> staying six free from everybody. In L.A. All
1: right, let's get off. Let's get off.
0: <laughs> just hanging out. Having a silly goose time.
1: What um, else we got, dude? Uh, the Sox and MLB trade deadline. Some crazy stuff happened after we recorded. Yeah. Um, Flowing into Friday as well. So I'm just going to read off. We're going to start. This was, this is a list. So we're going to start with a big one. Chris Bryant to the Giants. This was a big, big, big trade because the Cubs, they were just selling. I mean, they got rid of everybody. Rizzo left. Um, I'm pretty sure they got rid of Lester. Like, they they got rid of everybody. They, they really did, yeah. And then you had the Dodgers getting Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. 100% the biggest trade that there was. Um, they didn't give up much. They gave up two prospects, essentially. Um, Logan, if you're listening, he was – he's. Very happy about it. And he, he, he just I mean the Dodgers are the Dodgers, man. It just it's not even fair.
0: Yeah, they're really good. That really makes my World Series uh future look solid.
1: We we did double down on that, didn't you?
0: Yes, sir. You better believe it, bud.
1: Trying to think. Okay, the, the White Sox, they made a quick little thing there at the end. They shored up their bullpen by getting Kimbrel. That was the other big move by the by the Cubs when they were selling. Um, they got rid of Kimbrel in Chicago. He, hey, he stayed in Chicago. So
0: Yeah. Well, uh, another good news for one of my futures is the Braves are chop. hey, they're chopping that tree, dude. They're three games back.
1: Hey, we're two and a half games back. First off, get it right. oh
0: uh, well, I blame Bing.com. Do not blame me. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're three they're three games back. The Phillies are a game and a half back, and the Mets are in the lead. Um I can't decide if this if this league or this division's weak or strong, you know, like they're right at five hundred, all of them.
1: Well, here's the thing. I would say normally I'd say, oh, they're you know they're beating each other up. It's the SEC kind of deal when you look at it, but it's simply not. Would you go and look and see how they're doing outside of playing the division? Right. They're not. I mean, we might sweep the Cardinals tonight. That'll be great if we we sweep them. We'll be right there. I mean, that's a great. We'll finally be over the hump of 500. Okay. But they got to go do it. So sure. we'll see. Kind of just lost myself there. Train of thought. Not going to lie.
0: <laughs> no, they got I mean, they, well, here's my thing, dude. Sweeps are so crucial. In big right. They're okay, crucial yeah. in every capacity, but they're so crucial in the big leagues. If you can get double-digit sweeps on a year, you're vibing. You know? like. Right. You're chilling. That's 30 games.
1: Right. I did. Especially when it comes to playing teams in the division. But getting back to what I was saying, I, f- I remembered. The, the NL East has not been good outside of the division. So I, I want to say that's just not as good as we all thought it was going to be coming in. And that's why you see the West as good as they are. Um, I mean, it's just – it's purely just – it's not that good. None of these teams have been very good.
0: Really? I'm going to look at the uh- – Intra-division stats. Um, While you do that,
1: I'll keep rating some trades off. Uh, Schwarber, another team that was swe- uh, selling was the Nationals. As just mentioned, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer gone, as well as Kyle Schwarber. He is now a Boston Red Sox. And it's kind of interesting because you thought the Red Sox would sure up some pitching a little bit more. They are, you know, number one in their division. But the the, the Rays are right there. That's just what they are. Chris Hale's coming back. Hopefully, once he gets back in the rotation, they'll be good. But you would have thought they would have shored up some of their pitching.
0: I'm looking at the Rays up a game and a half.
1: Oh, they're up a game and a half now. Wow.
0: That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, it's neck and neck regardless.
1: Yep. Um, Padres, they were in it for sure. They're apparently heavy, but didn't end up happening. He went to the Dodgers, obviously. The only trade they made, Adam Frazier, which we had talked about last week. Let's see.
0: What did the Braves get?
1: The Braves, we let me pull it all up because we made a string of moves. Okay. The Braves made four trades. We got Jorge Soler from Kansas City. He hasn't been doing much. He, he's doing good now since we acquired him, which, hey, sometimes all it needs is a change of view, you know, change of destination. You can turn your season around. Adam Duvall, who was with the Braves last year. Got hurt in the NLCS, who, and I think that was a big blow for us. I think if he, if, he, if he was there, we would have maybe won that series. I mean, we're up 3-1 to one anyways without him. Yeah, We get him back from Miami, didn't give up much again. Then we got Eddie Rosario as well. He is injured right now, but he's just career, just solid guy. Hits about 280 every year. Struggling a little right now, and he's hurt. But once he's healthy, he'll be our center fielder, and that'll be great. Um, we already had Jock, but the biggest thing that we got out of all of this, Richard freaking Rodriguez from the Pirates. We finally did something we've been needing to do all year, which was sure up the bullpen. And we finally have a good closer, which, I mean, I haven't really seen him in that role yet. He's just been in the eighth inning setup kind of guy, right. but he has, all he does is throw fastballs and he it's just effective. And it's not like he's throwing 96, he's throwing 93, but he throws kind of like from over here. So it it makes it a little difficult. So I I think we made some very solid moves and it makes our, huh?
0: Not blockbuster, but effective. No.
1: Yeah. Just, just to sure up the lineup essentially and give us a chance to make it in the playoffs and maybe hit a run. I doubt it. I mean, we still have some guys. I mean, our best pitcher is not even playing this year and we're two and a half games back.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's, That's a fair point. Obviously, I I just habitually root for the Braves just because they're closest to me, but um, it's just it's first off it's encouraging to see the move that they've made on the trade deadline, but secondarily it's encouraging to see that they're making moves in general because right. it it almost seems like they're just self sabotaging every year, you know it's just it's just like what the hell are we doing on repeat, and um uh, it, it is good to see that it's good to see dude it it's good to see Jock. It's good to see the Braves pick up a big yep. name, even though he's not great statistically. You know that no, it, I don't it, disagree. It just generates hype around the game, and um, it's it's good to see that. I hope uh, hope they trend upward. I mean, the Mets are on a real bad bad skid the last ten, uh, but uh, Phillies and the Braves are coming on strong. Um, yeah,
1: and we'll get to those two teams real quick. But what you're saying is is these are the kind of moves I expect from Liberty Media. In a season like this where we're kind of teetering on what – because we all been thinking, what are they going to do? Are they just going to – are they going to get rid of Charlie Morton? Are they going to get rid of Drew Smiley? Because both these guys are on one year contracts. So why not go get rid of them because they're finally doing good, get some value out of them? Right. But this is the other side of that coin. We're right there. We have one of the higher attendances all year – they're going to do what they can to keep the butts in the seats and stay competitive, and that's what they did. Um, Liberty Media, they're our owners. It's not my favorite thing in the world at all because, again, we don't make big moves. Yeah. Um, we better re-sign Freddie this this offseason or I will be pissed because Freddie is the heart and soul of this team, and if we don't have him, it's going to really be a big blow. So, oh, Liberty it. needs to figure it out. And and g- let us spend some money. I mean, the battery is finally turning a profit now. So let us spend some money. We have the tools. Let us just get there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, Jeremiah actually is asking a solid question, and he he says it's off topic. I don't I don't agree with that. I think I think this is something we could actually dabble in. And it's a fair point. It's something that we may have we may have discussed way early in our podcast days. But he's asking uh, essentially, why are there no big um, professional teams in Alabama. What do you think?
1: Simply the market. I don't think it's that big of a market that any pro team's going to want to go there. And I, you would think that that would be the case, but you put a, I mean, Birmingham's not the biggest city in the world. Nope. Um, but it's just simply, that's what I think it is. Yeah. So I've thought the same thing before. Why doesn't Mississippi, I mean, same deal. the old population there is just not big. Why does Florida have three teams, two NFL teams, and whatever, or three NFL teams and three MLB teams, and or two MLB teams? Whatever right. you, you get, what I am saying. It's market, but it's just. I think it's just a population thing. I just don't think the market's that big.
0: Uh, barring expansion, I don't see. Right, the, I don't see the state of Alabama ever having a, uh, a big league club, an NFL club, uh, uh, anything.
1: The city that surprises me that doesn't have a big uh, MLB team. And it's the one I think they'll expand into if they ever do. Nashville. I think that would be the one that's the next one up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a, uh, well, they already got an NFL team. The, the, the only thing is they have that minor league club. Right. That's the thing. They've already, the sounds. Of, they've already got the minor league club there and, and I'm pretty sure it's a relatively new team. Um, so I, it, I don't think I don't think a big league club's coming there anytime soon. Because
1: um, uh, I've seen plans on on floating around the internet for it. It'd be right next to the to Nissan Stadium. It'd be right there, which would be really cool. But I just it's a pretty good market, I think, in Na- especially Nashville blowing up. You know what just came out though? What's that? I'm trying to think of the team? Oh my God, Buffalo! Oh my God, this is a big big topic. I'm glad this got brought up. Now it's talking about this. Because I don't see this happening at all. I mean, it's Buffalo. There, the Bills are never moving, but they threaten to move to Austin, be another Texas team. I don't see that ever happening. They want a new stadium there in Buffalo, and the fans there would there would be a riot in Buffalo if they did that.
0: That's true. But Austin's a beautiful place, and it's thriving thanks to Joe Rogan. It right. is doing nothing but just bringing the heat, bringing nothing but good vibes electric it's electric area right now in terms of growth um and i wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked if that happened uh to answer to answer Jeremiah's question he was at, he was saying it's um, that uh Birmingham can't be any different than places like Oklahoma City or here let me back, back checking real quick or New Orleans okay um you're wrong Jeremiah uh <laughs> that, that but it's not i mean obviously it's not your fault it's just an assumption um, Birmingham, just, this is the last consensus or the last census that was taken. Uh, Birmingham's population is around 209,880 This is 2018. Uh, Oklahoma city's population in 2018, however, is 649,000. That's three. Yeah.
1: Eights. See, that's, that's even bigger than what we are here in Atlanta.
0: Yeah. That's three times. That's three times the amount of people. Um, so that's the reason that it wouldn't be a, a, a profitable, uh, move is, uh, because you don't have that many people. And uh, the next comparison was New Orleans, so New Orleans population would be 400,000. So you're still 150 short uh, of that. They are a smaller market, though I will say that that is a, a shockingly surpri- it's a su- surprisingly small market in New Orleans. Granted, Baton Rouge is right beside them. They're an yeah, hour. Yeah, but you got to think
1: about it is the entire state of Louisiana is just they insane, so. And sure. then it leaks over in Alabama to their market, but when it comes down to it, you're you're just competing with more people. Um, you're competing with the Atlanta base if you put it in Birmingham or Montgomery still, and then the more south you go, you're competing with New Orleans. So, I mean, yeah. I've I've often wondered it, but I mean, how how popular were the Birmingham whatever the XFL or AFL team was? Like still how dogs. popular was that?
0: Um, not very. To answer your question.
1: I, I well, I think that's just a thing of the whole league, but at the same time, right? It's hard to um,
0: it's hard for that to be an indicator, but I do. I see your point. Yeah, hundred percent. I see your point. Um, Sorry. what else we got?
1: Uh, MLB. Let's get back into that real quick. Uh, to, let's talk about the Phillies real quick. They picked up Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy. Two pretty solid moves right there at the deadline. Um, Cardinals got Lester. I think I brought that up. And J A Hap. So, those are two solid picks. And then the Mets, so this will be the last one. They picked up Baez. Um, I mean, it's just another whiff machine there in in, in the Queens and over there. Um, I just, I don't really like it. I don't like that. I, Javi's good. Don't get me wrong. Baez is really good, but he strikes out just so much. And I just don't think that's a good fit.
0: I mean, was he going to play second base? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes out and is absolutely a- unconscious. But I wouldn't be shocked mm-hmm. also if he bats two hundred. That's just a Javier right. Baez way, you know. Yeah. Um, he is all gas, no brakes, and he doesn't change his adjust. He don't make adjustments. He that's just how he hits. That's his approach. He's trying to hit. He's trying to hit. He's going power numbers only. Um, look, right. at this, look at his approach, man. You can tell just on his takes what he's trying to do to the ball. And it's not make contact. I can promise you that. Right. So um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, it's a weird, it's a weird play for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a weird. And play we for that.
1: we talked about Rizzo already going to the Yankees, correct? We talked about that last week.
0: Yeah, yeah, we already got Rizzo. We got Rizzo. We got Bryant. We got Baez. We got the yeah. Braves. Okay, we got Serger.
1: Yeah, the main stuff. Chafin went somewhere too. I can't remember, but I'm trying to find it. Anyways, it was a crazy deadline. I don't think there's been a deadline like that. So, that was, that was really cool to watch, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really, really good one, I will say. Scherzer was just huge.
1: Scherzer going to the Dodgers, man. Just, My man one, wants a World one, Series. One, one more story. is a non-trade, actually. Trevor's story, not getting out of Colorado, was a very surprising. Everybody thought he was going to leave or get traded. Why is that? But he's on his last year of his deal... Kind of wants out of Colorado. Colorado's—they're not going to re-sign him. Yeah, like he's just not going to go back there. But I, I'm sure they weren't getting what they wanted out of for him, right? And I, it, honestly, I can kind of see that. Not saying that he's not a good ball player, but if, I'm sure if you go look at his home away splits, his away splits are way worse than his home splits. So you got to kind of factor that factor that in when you're trading for a guy out of Colorado.
0: I don't disagree with that. Colorado is an enigma. It's um, it's a different place. It's it's a it's a almost it's almost not even a real ballpark, you know. Like it's yeah. it's so it's such an anomaly, it's such an outlier relative to where it's at, altitude, how far the ball flies. Like as a hitter, you your numbers better be higher in Colorado, you know. Right? There
1: can't be a ton of them that are worse. No, I mean your offense. There's no excuse for Colorado to not be a top offense every single year, True. Sure. just because of that factor right there. But here we are. It's
0: very true. Very true. um, But
1: that's also what happens when you get rid of Arenado. No
0: doubt. No doubt about it. We got one month, ladies and gentlemen. Three and a half weeks. One
1: month. Tomorrow, well, technically for the podcast and listeners, today is the start of fall camp for most teams. Let's go. Football is back. We also have NFL training camp fights already back. We got dudes getting kicked off teams because they're hitting dudes in the head.
0: I saw football that. Football's back. Yes, sir. That's when you know football's loud and proud right now. Yep. You know? That's for sure.
1: That's a – Hey, that that Panthers one where the dude, he's cutting like that day because he hits a guy high.
0: Yeah, and he was already a fringe player.
1: Yep, I mean, he was like a third or fourth string guy, and yep. then I think he was a rookie, and then he hit another rookie high, and that guy got carted off. It's like, come on, dude. Then you have the Giants getting in a fight, and Joe Judge going full high school coach, making them do push-ups and making the assistant coaches and everybody run
0: I laps love around that. the field. I honestly love that. Are the Giants ever going to be good again? How's Saquon doing? <sighs> Hadn't heard much out of him.
1: His legs look bigger than hell.
0: Well, I mean, that's a given. It's part par from yeah. the course.
1: But remember what he tear his ACL last year?
0: Just something like that, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think he's – I would assume he's back. He did that pretty early on. It's hard to tell. I mean, Joe Judge was a weird hire because he was a special teams coach for New England, and everybody just kind of like what Alabama does. Everybody just tries to get those coaches and try to bring that into their system. So I don't know if they're going to be good. I don't know if Daniel Jones is the answer.
0: I mean, after seeing this past year with the Patriots versus the Buccaneers, they might not be doing that. Yeah. They I just start trying to hire Tom Brady every year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very true. How many but years does the,
0: Brady have, you think?
1: If he stays up, off his butt, um, I'll give him another, another two or three. Depends on if he wins another one. I think if he wins one more, he's done. I think so. I think so.
0: He's got, what, Seven.
1: Seven. It would, be, it would be dope if he could feel the hand, both hands. That would be sick. Dude,
0: if he got to 10 Super Bowls, nobody would even come
1: close to that. Dude, you know what my favorite argument is? And then I have another one for you. This one was really dumb. I saw on Twitter get floated. But everybody's like, Brady hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's always had a really good defense, has bailed him out, and he's never performed in the playoffs. It's like, first off, it, we're, that's just not true. You can go look at stats, but in those games, he's played good.
0: Dude, he's never been a stat line. You no, know, like he's never right. been a walking stat line. He's been a quarterback, that's, you know?
1: He's a manager. He, um, I mean like go look at the Rainy Moss year. Like what they were doing was insane.
0: Yeah, he had five touchdowns in the first half. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like that's it's crazy. It's just
1: it's dumb. I hate that. I just why why even make this argument? Are you, who are you gonna say is better than Joe Montana? Who played in what the nineties and the eighties? Like, come on. Yeah,
0: that's he's the best. Aaron Rodgers only
1: won one Super Bowl. I mean, he's been close, but he might be way more talented, which I do believe that. He definitely has more arm talent. Yeah, and he and he can move, or at least he could before he messed his knee up a couple years ago. But Brady's he's been on. He's had the better luck. He's had the better coach. He's had the better defense. All around team. It's a team game. No so why are we, why are we, you know, not trying to knock him down off his pedestal for having a good team? That's the name of the game.
0: It literally. But then,
1: is. dude, oh. wh- you'll get a good laugh out of this. I saw this flitter around on Twitter this week. Someone said, "LeBron James in his prime. If he trained for, for boxing for two years, he could knock out." Mike Tyson in his prime.
0: Nah, let's just sum it up there, with nah. There's people don't nope. understand like mixed martial arts is just such an un. It's undiscovered by the vast majority of the people that most almost everybody's casual. So they don't understand the technicalities of boxing. They don't understand the technicalities of martial arts in general. There's a lot that goes into it besides just being able to hit somebody hard. You know right. I mean, LeBron all right, let's get these facts straight real quick. He's six foot eight. He's two hundred and seventy pounds. Mike Tyson was five eleven. Still is, I guess, technically, 5'11, right. 220 on a good day. Um, it's uh it would be interesting, I will say that. I mean six foot eight versus five eleven, that would be interesting as hell to watch. That w-
1: hey, that reach would be awesome.
0: But Mike Tyson would chop him down like a tree. He wouldn't even hit him in the face. He I, don't, I wonder inside. how many I wonder how many LeBron James or I wonder how many Mike Tyson hooks, just left hooks, right hooks to the body LeBron could take. I'd say maximum five. And he's 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 chalked.
1: Well, at the end of the day, this is just people making up stupid stuff. They just get bored on the internet, and they just come up with stuff. It's like, look, we, we know you you like LeBron that much. We understand that. like, yep. We get it, but this is just so dumb. Mike Tyson knocked dude's heads off.
0: Yeah, man, he was literally boring professional boxers.
1: On, he was going in there to kill people. He was knocking their heads off their body. And if he couldn't, I guarantee he fought dudes bigger than him. I mean, he had to. He was a heavyweight. He was
0: five eleven. Everybody was taller than him.
1: Exactly. So you don't think he didn't get inside and why he had that upper hook or upper that upper uppercut cut, like yeah, he did? He could drop
0: yeah. people, bro. He had some. He had some of them things on him, bro. He was deadly. He, he was had deadly. Some
1: cannons.
0: He was a deadly, deadly man. That's for sure.
1: But it's just the LeBron stands, man. I think he's God's gift to the earth. But he's just another dude well, since, I mean since he's not just have, another dude but he's
0: no I mean I understand since we yeah. have Jeremiah in here real briefly we'll touch on this and then honestly we can wrap it up um, let's do it Russell Westbrook to the Lakers oh yeah this is an interesting play for me Um, I I played as well, well as Carmelo too yeah be, yeah but he's a kind of a non-star he's old I know he, he, he's just a, an addition he'll get minutes and he'll score but he won't be playing a lot um, relatively speaking, versus Russell, it's interesting to me on what happens. I'm conf- I, I, we got a walking triple double on their team now, right? And he runs the point. He runs it efficiently. That's proven year after year he runs it efficiently. I, ask me why he don't win ball games. I couldn't tell you. But nonetheless, the guy puts numbers up. So do you run do you walk lebron down the floor or do you run russell at the one and and let lebron go off ball because let's let's face the facts lebron's getting nothing but older he's going to be 37 38 right. years old um off ball i'm not going to say he's going to be lightning fast uh, like he, i don't know i don't know if he can make the cuts he used to cut off uh, when he, if he cuts the basket i don't know if he can he can make make all those Agile moves that off-ball players need to make, like Steph Curry. I know he's a point guard, but he's an off-ball wizard. If you watch him play basketball, um, right. he's unbelievable getting open, just like Clay Thompson's a spot shooter. Um, I'm curious to see how they position that offense. Um, Jeremiah, what do you uh, what do you think? He said, "He said it's going to work." I'm telling you now, Russ. No worse of a shooter than D Wade. I look, I, I'm with you. Russ can play, bro. The dude has game on game on game. It's just in terms of scheme, how are they going to run that offense when they have all America, Mr. America and LeBron James that can do it all, and then Russell Westbrook, who is a walking triple-double that can manage the floor and dish the ball out, obviously, when necessary. And he's learned how to do that uh, throughout his career. I'm just I'm just curious to see who, which one plays off ball and which one doesn't. I think he's I think if if positioned the right way I think that he is a better fifth than Kyrie. Um I think Kyrie is a huge ball he's a dema- he's a ball demander. Um he, he needs the ball, you know? Right. I don't know that about Russell. I haven't watched him enough. So I'm 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 very excited. I'm I'm very curious.
1: I think you would have to go back and kind of see how Russ and KD were together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you're going to see Russ handle the ball more and Katie, and not Katie, LeBron be off ball. I think that's the way that it works. But, because like you said, he is getting older. He's He doesn't need to be going down with the ball, but LeBron can just take over a game on his own, and so can Russ. So that chemistry, they'll figure it out, I, I would assume, right? Yeah,
0: I, the only thing that I could see being negative is that they're both so competitive. They're both so... They're, they're both so willing to do anything that, in their power to win the game that they're going right. to butt heads in some capacity. Um, it's just a function of what's the most efficient. I am very excited to see it, though. Uh, and good for LeBron, dude. Good for L.A. getting Russell, dude. That's, I mean, that's, honestly, it's just like the Nets. It was just a slap in the face to the Nets, kind of, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Jeremiah. He said it himself. He said, "I'm not a Russ fan, but the guy's a walking bomb. He really is, dude. He is the dude. The dude's great. He, he's a stud. He, he is a um, unbelievably tenacious competitor, and the guy wants to win a championship. Rightly so. I would too if I'm him. This is the team. This is this is Russ's team for a ring. This is Russ's team for a ring. 100. I'm just I'm just I'm curious about the dynamics of it. Um. They're surrounding LeBron with shooters. They got Russell Westbrook. They got to be the favorite for the for the for the championship. They got to be the favorite for the yeah. league. You know, them and the Nets yeah, are both would, probably.
1: You got to assume it's going to be them, the Nets, and then Milwaukee, right? Yeah,
0: Which is Milwaukee weird because be usually
1: you would be like, "Oh, it's going to be the reigning champ." But
0: well, let's not. face the facts: the Nets. The only reason they got starts in the playoffs is because they were banged up. They they were just yep. super hurt, and that's the reason they lost out. But. That's the truth, Jeremiah. Y'all are gonna miss Russell Westbrook when he leaves. I don't know. I wonder what the contract is though. Is it a one-year deal? Uh, don't ask me. Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. I oh, don't know. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very interested though, man. It's gonna be a pretty, pretty interesting NBA season. I know that for sure. We'll
1: find out in October.
0: That's for sure, bro. Um, what else we got?
1: I think that's it, dude. I'm pretty good. If you are, we can wrap this thing up. Get the people out of here.
0: Let's do it. Let's wrap it up, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us, man. Um, first live stream, guys. If you want to watch it live and you you can and you're able to watch it live and you 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 find yourself saying, "Oh, well, I wonder what they would think about this" in your head. Now's the time, and this is your opportunity to do so. Uh, relative to the live stream, you can come on the live stream if you got something you want to talk about. Shoot it! In the, shoot it in the comments. Shoot it in the in the chat and we will 100% talk about it. Um, Jeremiah, thank you for hanging out with us, brother. It's good to see you. Um, thank you. Hey, tell your, Jeremiah, get, get, tell your friends, tell your family, <laughs> we're going to blow this thing up. We've been doing this for actually over a year, and uh, we're getting some solid downloads on all of our platforms. It's just this is the first time we've done it live. Uh, BD Radio on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. Y'all go check it out. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the channel. It does nothing but help us. Jeremiah, if you can leave us a review, that would be phenomenal um thank you for hanging out with us brother that's awesome this was very good it's good it's cool to interact with somebody um and also thank you for liking it on facebook that does mean a lot as well it goes good in the analytics um nah, you're not late jeremiah you're just in time i promise but um we're gonna wrap it up guys thank y'all for hanging out with us we got merch if y'all want to hang out with some merch y'all go look at our uh, our uh all of our uh, profiles on spotify apple Podcasts. it'll be in the description we got hoodies Tank tops, shirts, sweat, stickers, coffee mugs, tumblers, hats, whatever. We got all that shit. Y'all go check it out. Um, it's good gear, man. It is good gear. Hey, now now it's the time to start wearing that VD Radio hat, bud. No, I know I should have wore it. Hang it. Go get it real quick. Show it to Jeremiah. We got a um, we got a hat, bro. It's, it's pretty dope. We got um, I'm gonna start wearing the the shirt too. It's uh, it's good. It's good stuff, dude. It really is. Yes, Solid sir. Little black hat. You got that BD there Radio Dad hat. Y'all go check it out, bro.
1: Played golf in this thing last week. It's still soaked.
0: I love that. You're a sweater. I will say that.
1: Oh, it was definitely. I am.
0: Jeremiah, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, Thank you, all, all you guys, for listening. If you're a first-timer, um, like I said, share the good news. If you're a loyal listener, thank you for being back and supporting us perpetually um, on a weekly basis. Y'all are incredible. The y'all are why we do it every Thursday we're gonna start around between four and five every day, hopefully, um, my time, Central time. Uh, we're gonna do it every every Thursday, as many Thursdays as we can. Obviously, things happen; we've missed a Thursday or two. But in general, that is what we're gonna do. But um, thank you yeah, guys we for like hanging to do out it on
1: Thursdays. We like to do it on Thursdays so we can get lines out for Thursday night football, and then give you guys the Thursday lines for our picks on Saturdays and Sundays. That's so. right.
0: And that's that's, that's going to be a big thing of ours going into the football season. We're going to keep up a record. Me and Ryan, we're going to keep a record individually uh, on bets that we're going to take every week on college and football, and then we're going to get an aggregate total at the end, and we're going to see who's the number one in all the land, who's the AP top twenty-five. Okay,
1: um, <laughs> you mean AP one and two? The AP who's top the two. Gambler. The
0: AP top two. Um, but uh, yeah, thank y'all for hanging out with us, Jeremiah. Thank you for hanging out with us live um let them know man let them know about this live podcast we got going on dude you're awesome where well, you go check out the gear go to apple Podcasts or spotify podcast hey pull that link up if you got a link go to go pull the link up copy and paste it and throw it in our comments on the, on the uh, live stream that'd be tight yeah i will that'd be tight but um it'll be in there um hey grab it jeremiah i like the hat too brother it's really nice But we're gonna throw it in the comments area on, under this exact live stream, Jeremiah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely go check it out, brother. Definitely go check it out. I'm actually gonna take a, a brief break after this, and then I'm probably gonna fire it up again, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna game a little bit. But um, I'm uh, I'm excited about that too, Loki. I don't know if we're gonna play yet. Who's on? Let's see who's in the in the Discord. Okay, literally nobody. It's like, Bam, I'm gonna be gaming a little bit. All right, guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. We're done, we're done, we're gonna end the stream. We're done. And, um, hey, y'all have a silly goose weekend, appreciate y'all. All right, we just went offline, I'm gonna stop the recording.